All right, welcome back everyone to Set Your Table podcast. My name is Ryan Lampy, and now I want to continue on with my first episode. I just finished up the reset button or the reset episode for this podcast. So if you haven't listened to it, go back just one episode, literally a couple, like one minute ago, <laughs> and listen to it. It's 10 minutes long, and it will give you a frame give you my clear intentions and the clear expectations for this podcast. So for this episode, I'm excited to share with you. I haven't titled it yet, but I'm going to title it right now. Let me see. Make a fucking decision. Oh, yes. Love it. That is the word fucking in the title of this podcast, but that is basically the title. Make a decision. Be decisive. Be a leader. So, first, excuse me for my voice. I've been sick for days, and I, man, this is whew, it's kicking my butt. At the same time, it has created a lot of space for me to um, get a lot done. Oh man, it's been it's been a great period of sickness. <laughs> Never thought I'd hear that hear myself say that. So I was watching. Oh, what is it called? Last Kingdom. The Last Kingdom. Man, have you guys watched The Last Kingdom? It's on Netflix. It's really really good. And it's on the third season now. It just came out, um, I don't know, a couple days ago, a few days ago or something. And the main character is, his name is Uhtred. And along with the main character is, uh, oh, what's his name? King Alfred, Alfred the Great, King of England. And anyways, basically, this whole darn movie series, everything we're going to call this big drama, is the biggest thing I get from it is Uhtred, this half Viking, half um, Norseman, half Saxon, basically, is, uh, you know, he listens to his heart. He listens to his voice and he leads himself. He's a leader that goes against what everybody else thinks that people should or he should or shouldn't do. And he just sets the world on fire. He unites people and makes connections that are unprecedented. He sets expectations and leadership and battle and, and commanding armies and building relationships between even father and son, father and daughter, um, between allies, even between enemies. That's unprecedented. And anyways, all that to just set the stage. This is what's going on. So I'm going to share with you uh, the last couple episodes I watched. This is one scene that is so powerful. It brought me to tears. It is so fucking powerful. So. You have Alfred the Great, and also disclaimer: if you haven't watched season three, I'm gonna I might ruin a little bit for you. Here you go. You don't have to listen to. It. You can come back to this episode after you watch it. So this will happen. You have Alfred the Great. He's sick. He is dying, and his son Edward is about to be king. But he has no confidence and no belief in his son. He he requires his son to be the king. But he's just, he's losing faith. He's losing hope that his son can carry on the legacy that Alfred himself has created with his kingdom and his empire. Well, and Uhtred is seen as an outlaw in this particular moment. Uhtred did some, just did some stuff and 
Um, he just he set himself against the law. Actually, it was because he, he killed someone by accident. So, his son... Oh my gosh, that's so great. So here's the evolution of this character. His son, Edward, King Alfred's son, Edward, is this very indecisive guy who couldn't even take the responsibility of being king, couldn't even make the decision to be king or married who you know he should marry in service of, of England. And he's just seen as, seen as very immature, like a little boy. But he seizes an opportunity that goes outside of the box of what's expected of him. And he allies with Uhtred and gives him 500 men for an army. That he says, Uhtred, if you go here, you attack this place, I will meet you with these 500 men. Uhtred only has like, I don't even know, fucking 12 people with him or something. Maybe 20 people. Basically, he's going to go up against an army of like 500 plus, And if he doesn't have this other army, Uhtred is going to die. Well, they hide out in the woods. and. He says, hey, Uhtred, go meet this guy at his castle, retreat to the tree lines, and I will be there with my army. You have my word. So fucking powerful. Like, we don't even know what word is these days. Back then, you were your word. In fact, right now, you are your word. That's the truth. It's not the truth we necessarily live with, but it's a truth that exists nonetheless. We are our word. And Edward, soon to be king, gives Uhtred for the first time, gives anybody for the first time his word. and says, hey, you go do this, and I will show up with 500 men. You have my word. I will be there. You put your fucking life on the line, and I will be there to back you up. Here's the thing. So Uhtred says, okay, I'm going to do it. Took a big risk, big chance, and a kid that he doesn't even know. And Edward didn't even talk to his dad yet. Here's the thing. He's not king yet. He doesn't have the permission. And his dad, despite like not despises him, but has no faith in him and just thinks of him as a little irresponsible shit. That's what's getting painted in the movie, in the in the series. And so they go through their their um you know, their difficult conversation and battle, you know, between Edward and Alfred, his father. And finally, King Alfred says, Okay, let's do it. So they go to the tree line, they meet in the woods. And they're right at the tree line. And, and Uhtred does his thing. And he lures half the guy's army outside of the castle walls near the tree line. But then they meet Uhtred. Uhtred doesn't have any horses or anything with his men. It's just him, his shields, and his swords. And this guy's army, his name is Heston, comes out with his 500 people and surrounds Uhtred. And he says, attack. And Edward's army hasn't shown up yet here's the thing he has shown up they're just in the trees still no one can see them and king alfred is standing there at the front line with his son edward and their commander waiting to attack they're ready to attack and waiting to attack and heston the enemy sends his men to attack utrid and they just start like the battle goes on there's like maybe 15 20 guys against 500 and they're getting slaughtered. They're about to get slaughtered. Like one guy dies, one, two guys die. And they're, and they're right in front of King Alfred and King and Edward, soon to be king. And Edward is losing his shit. He's like, King, Lord, Father, we have to go. I gave him my word. I gave him my word. I will be there. They're dying right in front. Like they're like 100 yards in front of them. They're dying right in front of us. They're getting slaughtered. 
And Alfred gives some great reasons why they shouldn't go. Oh, but Uhtred would probably, he'd probably just let his enemies kill each other. Uhtred would do this. Oh, whatever. I didn't give him my word. Whatever. He just gives them great reasons why King Alfred doesn't have to do shit, even though he's the commander of the entire army. And Edward is sitting there. But, but Lord, but I gave him my word. They're dying. You're going to let them die right in front of us? They're dying. And then, this is, this is why I started crying, the most powerful moment. Edward stops and he looks at his son and he says, as his son said, I gave, but I gave him my word. They're dying. They're getting slaughtered right in front of him. I gave Uhtred my word that I would be there. King pauses and looks at Edward and says, yeah? So you're going to sit there and bleat? You're going to sit there and bleat or you're going to make a decision? Are you going to sit there and bleat or make a decision? Basically, bleat means, I look it up, I didn't know what it means. But it's like the whining of a sheep. The whining of a sheep or a little calf. Meh. Like this little whimpering. Are you going to sit there and whine and whimper about what you should do, what you need to do, what you must do, what has to be done? Or are you going to fucking make a decision? Basically, the king had the power to charge at any moment. But he needed his son to rise, to be the king that he is called to be, to be the fucking man, to be a leader, to command his army, to stop waiting for permission. He needed his son to take control of his own life, his own word. He's the one that gave the word. He's the one that has to make decisions. He's the one that needs to charge the fucking battlefield and lead his men into war. And the son, that's actually when it ends the episode. And then the next one continues. And his son is sitting there whining still. But they're getting slaughtered. But, and then finally, his son, Edward, is watching them. He's watching his half-brother. He gets knocked to the ground, half dead, and he's watching the men get slaughtered, and finally he just can't take it anymore. And he raises his sword up in the air and just screams and yells and charges into battle. And the king, his father, has like this little smirk on his face. He's almost like a smile. He's proud and looks at the commander and says, yep, go after him. Fucking do it. And the whole point of the story, I mean, I was in tears the whole time. Oh my gosh, this is something I wish someone would have taught me when I was young. To stop waiting for permission, to rise now, make a decision now, follow my heart now. If I give my word, not just give my word, I declare a word. But if I know what to do in my heart, what I need to do, what I must do, how I must lead myself, not just others, myself, how I must take action now. I wish someone would have taught me to stop fucking waiting for permission to do what I know I need to do in my heart. To stop suppressing my heart. Pushing down what the voice is telling me to do inside. And just fucking take action and be a leader. Inspire others. That is what I mean, there's so many lessons here. But that's what ultimately happened with Edward. And even beyond that was really, really, really powerful is that his father held that space for him. Didn't help him, didn't save him, didn't treat him like a baby and say, well, my son's not going to do it, I'm going to fucking do it. No, he didn't do that. His son held the space 
I mean, he, the king, held the space for his son, for his son to fucking sit in his pit, sit in his pain, watch his brothers and his friends get slaughtered in front of him and watch himself not being true to his word until he couldn't take it anymore. And his father held a space for him to finally have the fire in himself lit to fucking take action, make a decision. Are you going to bleat or make a decision? And that is my question for you. Where in your life, across body, being, balance, and business. Are you waiting for someone? Possibly an authority figure. Possibly someone you look up to. Possibly someone you're even, like, socially and even legally bound to ask their decision. Ask their permission to make a decision. I'm not telling you to break any laws or anything. But I'm I'm just questioning the fact that You're waiting for permission to follow your heart. Maybe it's your pastor. Maybe it's your manager. Maybe it's the CEO. Maybe it's your fucking commander. Man, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to like get too crazy. But gosh, some of the most powerful decisions I've made in the military were decisions that my supervisor, my direct supervisor, couldn't agree with. But afterwards, if he didn't know about it, I did it got the mission done very powerfully, very successfully, and he was thankful for me. But if I would have asked him for permission beforehand, he could never have given me permission because that was against the rules. But I just fucking did it, followed my heart, and created value for my entire unit and others. Maybe it's your wife or your husband. Man, there's nothing like, gosh, powerful, big decisions in life and we think, oh, we're connected with our spouse. We have to ask their permission so that they feel like they have a say and a part in our lives. No. Often we do that to release ourselves from the full burden of making a big, bold motherfucking decision. Taking a big financial risk that I know, I, will, I mean, I've done this in the past. A big financial risk that I know will have major impact on my family and others around me. And I'm scared to take, so I'm asking my wife for permission and saying, hey, what do you think about this? I want to do this. These are all the great reasons why. And I know that you know this would probably affect this, 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 and we'll have that much money and all this other stuff. And then all of a sudden, Lucy's like, I know that we should do that too, Ryan. And now I'm hesitant. And now I got to take on the fucking burden of if this doesn't work out, it's on me too. Instead of me just being a fucking leader and saying, I know what we need to do. I know the decision I need to make. Let me just do this. And if everything goes fucking shit, I suffer the consequences. This is me. This is my commitment alone. Which will inspire her, inspire my family, impact the kids in in the way I'm committed to impacting them. Create the value, the investment that I'm committed to rather than taking the fucking pussy way out and saying, oh, man, this is a hard decision to make. Let me go ask my wife. Let me go ask my pastor. Let me go ask my best friend. Everybody wants to play it safe. Nobody wants to make a fucking huge decision, take a huge risk. Everybody is scared of failure. So why don't you be the bold person to step out of the box and make bold, decisive decisions. Be a leader, a leader for your 
family, a leader for yourself, a leader for your church, a leader for your company, your management, everything. Be a leader. Are you going to bleat or make a decision? I'm out of here. That is it. Woo! Thank you.